You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something. Your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. Steve Jobs. Today in this episode, I get to connect the dots. I get to connect the dots by looking back to an interview that I had the wonderful opportunity to participate in on another coach's podcast who interviewed me about my transition from my nine to five into entrepreneurship. And as I look back over the last five years, I get to see that everything that I envisioned happening for myself as a business owner and as an entrepreneur is fully happening. And how exciting is it to connect the dots? How exciting is it to look back and say, I have the freedom that I desired. I'm working for myself. I'm building the business and the income that I truly want to have because I was willing to take the step. I was willing to take the lip. I was willing to move forward in what I believe my dream was. So I hope that you're inspired. I hope that you're motivated by this interview, which is literally five years old, but still relevant for today. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Maximize Your Brain with Marquis Brayton. So excited that you are with me again this week. We have another special episode. This episode, I would say, is special because it takes me back to when I first started. It's always a great opportunity to reflect back from where you came because I can remember after being laid off and really pursuing the goal of becoming a full-time entrepreneur, doing coaching and speaking and helping others to realize their fullest potential so that they could do the work that they love, I could just think back to where I was at that moment. And this episode is an opportunity for me to share an interview that I did early on with another podcaster who wanted to interview me about my journey. And so I just decided that what a great time it would be to share this episode or this interview that I did that I think I've only shared once. And so I decided to go ahead and share it again so that you can kind of get a picture of how I sounded, what I was talking about five years ago, and how it still is relevant today and how I still talk about it to this day. But before we hop into the episode or the interview, I want to share this quick message with you. Are you a corporate executive or career professional who's ready to take your life back, ready to take your time back, and you've thought about becoming a coach, a speaker, a trainer, or consultant 
in your own business. Well, I want to invite you to schedule a brand maximization discovery session so that I can help you to uncover that expertise and learn how to properly package yourself in an online-based business. I'm Markeith Brayton, personal brand strategist and master lifestyle coach, who's all about helping corporate executives and career professionals to maximize and monetize their personal brand online so that they can create a location-free business and live the life that they crave. What I know for sure is that you want to be doing something that's fulfilling and that's exciting and that provides great value to the world. You want to make a greater impact on the lives of individuals. And you know that if you keep doing what you've always done, you'll always get the results that you've always gotten. So schedule a brand maximization discovery session by going to my website, markeithbrayton.com forward slash consultation. That's markeithbrayton.com forward slash consultation. And let's maximize and monetize your personal brand. All right. So let's hop into this episode entitled Take the Leap of Faith and Trust the Process. I've got a great guest here today. He's a guy that's full of energy and uh, rocking it in the coaching world. I'd like to welcome Markeith Braden. How are you doing, Markeith? I'm doing well, Mark. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks uh, for coming on the show there. I, I uh, had a look at your site and your content and everything else, and uh, I know you're doing a lot in the coaching world, including launching a podcast, a new podcast, so congrats on that. And, Thank you uh, so much. Yeah, I can uh, tell that you're definitely passionate about your coaching, so that's uh, that's a good thing to see. I'm very passionate about my coaching, and I look forward to this podcast episode with you. Great. Well, I'm going to tell the audience a little bit more about you, Mark Keith, and then we're going to turn it over to learn some tips and tricks from you for people's coaching business. How does that sound? That sounds great. Let's get started. Mark Keith is a gifted minister. He's an inspirational speaker, life coach, and a blogger, and he's an individual of purpose. He knows and believes that that purpose is to empower, equip, and inspire today's future generation of leaders and influencers whether speaking to children, teenagers, or adults. And as without any doubt, he's on a mission to transform lives and impact all who he has an opportunity to speak, coach, or train. So, Markeith, can you tell us a little bit more about your journey and how you became a coach? Yeah, Mark, you know, some about a year and a half ago, I was a healthcare professional. I worked in the area of public health and the area of compliance. And so I did a lot of training and development within healthcare. And April of 4th of 2014, I had my boss come into my office and let me know that he could no longer support my position at the health institution that I was currently or that I was working at at the time. And so at that time, I had a decision to make. I had a decision to make of whether or not would I go back to get a nine to five or would I step out on my own, step out on faith and become an entrepreneur. And so after being laid off, I decided that I wanted to be an entrepreneur I wanted to use the gifts, the talents, the skills that I had to be able to help other people uh, along their life's journey, to be able to empower them, to inspire them, to be their best in life. And so instead of going back to get another job or instead of taking 
what I would consider to be the road traveled the most, I decided to take the road less traveled and and then birth my coaching business as well as my speaking business. And so it's been quite a challenge since April of 2014, but I have continued to stay the course. I continue to believe that this is what God would have me to do. And I continue to press forward until I see the success that I desire to see in my coaching business. I love that. I shouldn't say I I don't love that you got laid off, (laughs) but uh, I think there's a positive story that comes from that. And you kind of took the approach of just burning your ships and pushing forward. And what's that, uh, that Martin Luther King quote about just taking the the first step, you know, not knowing uh, where that step is. So I think that's so important as coaches. If you're timid going into a coaching business and maybe you're hanging on to that uh, job just to see what happens and everything else, it can be hard to get off to a really good start because you're not totally invested in it. So I That's think right. uh, I, I'm sure it's going to work out for you. And it, it already is with everything going on with your business. So I think that proves it was the right uh, move that you made back April of 2014. Yeah, I will. I like to tell people the greatest evidence that I have right now is that I've not missed not one bill since I've been laid off April of 2014. And so that says to me that coaching is working. That says to me that opportunities are there for me to continue to sustain myself. And it also says to me that there are opportunities uh, out there that are greater than what I'm currently experiencing if I just stay the course. Yeah, so you must find getting out of bed in the morning, you got a little bit more bounce in your step than when you were heading off to the previous job. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am loving uh, every day. I have an opportunity to uh, really schedule my day the way that I want my day to go. And that is the greatest thing that I've been able to experience as a coach and as a speaker, uh, as an entrepreneur, is that I get to tell my time now what I want it to do versus my time or my job telling me what it wants me to do. Yeah. And I don't know about you. Imagine you're probably the same as me, but it really doesn't feel like work if you're up at like 10 o'clock. 11 o'clock at night working on you know blog post or or something I, I don't find it it feels like work at all it, it almost seems laughable to call it work because I just I enjoy it so much and how do, do you find the same thing yeah I mean it's like the the cliche says you know when you do work that you love you'll never work another day in your life and so I really have been able to experience that because the things that I do on a daily basis does not feel like work it really feels like um a calling. It really feels like uh, what I was created to do. And when you are in that vein, when you're in that lane of doing the work that you love, you're not working, but you are actually serving. You're actually doing uh, your purpose. You're actually on purpose, performing the work that you were created to do. Hmm, Exactly. And what's been the biggest obstacle so far that you've run into as a coach and how did you get around it? I think the biggest obstacle for me has been me, has been the thought process of being an entrepreneur after being a healthcare professional uh, uh, for 10 years. You know, the biggest obstacle was, you know, can I do it? Can I make it happen? Can I successfully create opportunity and income for myself after having depended upon a paycheck on a weekly basis. And so the biggest challenge I believe has been just the thought process of believing that I can be an entrepreneur and be a successful entrepreneur. Mm. 
Yeah, it's always that little voice in your head. And <laughs> that's, I think everybody deals with that, that uh, thinks like, oh, Mark, eat, don't become a coach or you're going to be living under a bridge, you know, eating, uh, right. picking scraps out. And obviously you've uh, done great with it and everything else. So it's that little voice is telling a lot of lies and we can't really buy into that. Yeah, I like the quote by uh, Henry Ford. It simply says that he who thinks he can or he can't is usually right. You know, and so yeah. based on the thoughts that you have, based on what you've convinced yourself that uh, that is possible for you, you're usually right. And so if you tell yourself that you won't make it, then most likely you won't. But if you tell yourself that you can make it and that you can be successful and that you can be profitable in your business, you most likely will become exactly what it is that you think about. So how are you staying motivated every day as a coach? What I have found to help me a great deal is a regimen or ritual that I have the first 60 minutes of my day. I've found that the first 60 minutes of your day are very is very important. It it helps you to put your day in perspective. And so I stay motivated by consistently and constantly always having um, positive affirmations before me, always reading a book that is uplifting, that is empowering, that is encouraging. Um, and then also I am a one who prays and one who meditates on a regular basis to continue to keep my thoughts as clear and as pure as possible. Because I know that um, as I go throughout my day, there will be many challenges. There will be many things that are fighting for my attention. But if I can always be centered uh, for the most part, if I can always find an encouraging word or mantra that I can rehearse in my mind, uh, I find myself continually be continually being inspired and motivated to do my best. Yeah, I totally agree with you about that first hour of the day. And I'm the same way. I'm a big believer. Get up early, feed your mind with the personal development, the motivational books or journal or, or something that's positive. And I found, for example, the first few months after launching the podcast, say the first month uh, that I was off uh, off center a little bit because I just didn't have that time to get that hour of uh, hour of power in in the early morning and I definitely noticed a big difference with my energy level late in the day so I am back to that now and I'm grateful for it but that's a that's a great point I think any coach should implement that hour that's specifically for them in that early morning get them off to a good start right right yeah definitely. so how are you getting new clients Markeith well, one of the things that I, I do on a weekly basis currently is that I blog. I blog weekly and I share my blog to a list of about 700 individuals right now. And I get them to also share uh, those resources um, that I provide in my blog on my website. I also do speaking engagements. Uh, and many times through my speaking engagements, I have an opportunity to meet new people. And what I found with speaking, whether it be paid speaking or unpaid speaking, I find that there's always somebody in the audience who has that next opportunity for you. You know, you speak one place and somebody will say, hey, you know, I think that the topic that you spoke about would be good for my organization. Do you could you come and share this presentation with us as well? And so what I'm finding is, is that new clients come as you build relationships. 
uh, any business that is successful and that is prosperous is a business that is about the leveraging or the building of relationships. And so I use my blogging and now soon to come podcasting as an opportunity to build trust and to build relationships with individuals who find uh, the content and find the resources that I make available valuable to them. One question that a lot of coaches have when it comes to blogging, they wonder how often should I blog? You know, is it every day? Is it once a week? Is it twice a week? How often are you blogging? Do you have a set schedule? Yeah, so my set schedule right now is every Wednesday, my blog hits emails at 6 a.m. every Wednesday. One of the things that I'm instituting, though, with my blogging is that I'm video blogging as well. And so every other week I switch it up. So this week would be a week of the video blog. Next week would be a written blog. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Just kind of keep some variety there. Right, right, right. So when you mentioned you're sharing it out to about 700 people, that's from your email list? Do you mean? Yes. Okay. And that's how you really grew that email list fast and to have 700 in in a short, relatively short period of time. How did you grow your list so quick? Well, I had been actually sending out what I would call weekly devotionals for several years now. And over the years, I had been able to collect those emails from individuals who enjoy reading my devotionals, and they continued uh, with me even when I started my blog. And so it's a collected uh, emails over a course of, I guess, maybe about two or three years that I've been able to um, grow that list to about 700 due to me having um, an email list of individuals who like to who received my devotionals before I actually had a website or a blog site. Yeah, and that's so important to build that email list. We talk about it a lot here on Natural Born Coaches and, and it's something that we'd like to hammer home that the coach has to have control of an email list where they they're constantly growing it and that's your direct line directly to your prospects and to your community. That's Correct. so important. Yeah. Uh, in terms of blogging, um, any tips or tricks you can give to come up with blog uh, content? Because that's another issue coaches have. They say, what the heck am I going to blog about? Yeah, you know, one of the things that has helped me over the past year is that I have started to journal on a daily basis. And so every evening before I go to bed, I journal uh, about my day. I journal about the experiences that I've had each day. I, you know, some days I don't necessarily get to journal, but I try to be as consistent as possible on a daily basis to close out my day with thoughts that I may have experienced throughout the day, experiences that I may have uh, experienced throughout the day, or anything that may have caught my attention that I felt the need to journal about. And so that has been very important as it pertains to my blogging. Another great ritual I would say that I have is that i specifically blog or create my blog on Tuesdays. Okay. I, I designate a certain time, a certain amount of time every Tuesday uh, to do research, to develop content so that the blog is ready to go out on Wednesday morning. And so I protect that time that I need in order to create the content. Um, I may might have been collecting information uh, from research over the course of the week, but I never 
typically type the blog or create the blog until Tuesday where I have designated time for that. Um, and I love that consistency that you're that you're doing because if you don't have that consistency, it's so easy to suddenly go three weeks without putting out a blog. Right. And um, the strategy that you're using there, it sounds similar to one that I read recently in a book. And I sound like a broken record because I've mentioned it on the show probably five times. But the one thing by Gary Keller, have you read that one? I have not. I have not read that. And uh, what that book talks about is uh, basically protecting time, like you just mentioned, with whatever activities, your most important activity, and you just put the walls up around that and you don't let any distractions get in and, and knock you off that goal. So it would say exactly what you're doing is, okay, Tuesday morning, 8 a.m. till noon is specifically for blog or content creation and all notifications are going off and the ringers off and emails off and everything else we're going to get this done so that's a, right. that's a great strategy i think coaches right. uh, could definitely improve their businesses doing that yeah you know and i really got that strategy from listening to john lee dumas entrepreneur on fire podcast and what i got from him was that you know how was he doing a seven day a week podcast and in listening to him i learned that he he does all of his interviews for the seven day a week podcast on tuesdays he schedules every last interview for the entire week on one day and he knocks them out uh, on that one day. And then the rest of the week, he has the opportunity to edit the podcast or do whatever else he needs to do in order to make sure that the podcast is successful. And so when I heard that he did that, I realized that one of the strategies that I needed to implement in my own life is that I needed to set times and set days for specific tasks in order for them to get done on a consistent basis. Yeah. That's a, that's a much better way to do it than trying to split it off into an hour one day and say a Monday and then half an hour on Wednesday or an hour on Friday and cobble it all together because it's hard to get your brain ra uh, changing tracks if you're focused on one thing and then to get into the flow of doing something else, it can be tough to change gears so quickly. Right, right. So uh, what's one online resource, Mark Keith, that you use a lot with your coaching business? So that could be a tool, a website or an app. I would say there are two tools that I like to use the most when it comes to building my business, and that is Evernote and Dropbox. I love them, both of them. <laughs> yeah, Evernote and Dropbox. Evernote is great because I get to store uh, all of the research that I may be doing throughout the week to prepare myself for the blog post that I'm going to do. Also, it gives me an opportunity to be able to save PDFs and files that I want to share with my clients. I could share with them uh, through Evernote uh, without having to send a separate email. Uh, I like Dropbox as well because it allows me, if I have multiple files that I would like to share with clients, um, I have the ability to be able to just send them a link. They can click on the link and then they have access to all the files that they need, whether it be a coaching contract or whether it be a affirmation document. And, you know, I just like having access to those things no matter where I am. Exactly. And it's uh, great, I find, with Dropbox, if you're sending uh, large audio files like MP3s by email, some, some emails won't let you put that large of a file on there. 
or right. it, it'll give you trouble. But with Bo Dropbox, it's just a quick sharing of the link. So those are both great resources. Um, I have one child now. If I have two more, I may call them Evernote and Dropbox. <laughs> 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 That's or funny. maybe for middle names. It'd be kind of silly for the first name. But yeah, they're both uh, essential. I, I love both of them. And how about books? I know you're a big, you're an avid reader, but is there a book that's had a really big impact in your life? The book that has had the greatest impact on my life. I would say that Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill has been a great resource, a great book. Uh, but also he has another book that many people don't talk about, and that is How to Outwit the Devil by Napoleon Hill. And it really deals with the issues or the challenges that many of us uh, have to deal with on a daily basis. And that is the idea of all of the many types of distractions that come along that keep us from uh, being our best or that keep us from stepping into purpose. And so How to Out with the Devil is a great read and a great resource for individuals who want to really conquer uh, distractions. Yeah, and it's funny you mentioned that book because uh, lately uh, several guests have mentioned that one. And you're right, it's not as well known, obviously, as Think and Grow Rich. And uh, it is an interesting book. It, it's definitely one I'd recommend picking up. So thank you mm -hmm. for sharing that one. Uh, we've You're welcome. got a lot of listeners, uh, Mark Keith, who are looking to give their coaching business a shot in the arm. If you were sitting down with that coach and they said, Mark Keith, can give me one piece of information I can take and put into my coaching business, uh, what would that advice be? You know, I think that the greatest advice that I could give right now as a coach to another coach is that um, clarity is king. I like it. And let me preface that, you know, you mentioned that I was a minister and one of my favorite scriptures is write the vision and make it plain in Habakkuk. And what that simply says to me is that write the vision means that you need to write it down as clear and as specific as possible so that when individuals read it, when you read it, when others who you come in contact with uh, read it or you share it with them, that it is so clear that your path is straight and that you can get to the result that you want because of the clarity that you have in your mind and in your vision. And so the best advice I think that I could give any coach who needs to give their coaching business or any entrepreneur who needs to give their business a shot in the arm is that clarity is king. You want to get very clear and specific on who it is that you serve, what need it is that you're addressing, and what resources your clients want. Oh, I love it. Uh, we had a guest on the show recently. I'm not sure if you know Dawn Ori. Um, she was uh, on a couple weeks ago, so I know a lot of coaches know each other, <laughs> I'm finding, with this show. And uh, Dawn had mentioned that she has a basically a life plan mapped out. Mm -hmm. So she's got a five-year, 15, 25-year um, plan all mapped out. And, and I thought, wow, that's great to have that kind of vision and put it down on paper. Definitely can't hurt for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life plan. I recently did my life plan last month using uh, Michael Hyatt's life plan toolkit. And it has really helped me to get clarity on my priorities and clarity on the life that I want 
uh, versus, you know, just kind of navigating my way every day, not really focusing on those life priorities. And so doing a life plan is it's is definite, um, a definite must. Absolutely. And uh, can you tell listeners where they can find you online, Markeith? Yes, you can find me online at www.markeith.com. Um, and Markeith is spelled M-A-R-K-E-I-T-H, Braden, B-R-A-D-E-N dot com. Or you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Markeith Braden. Ah, nice. Well, uh, I want to thank you for coming on the show, Markeith, and uh, sharing more about your coaching journey. It's really inspiring to see people who've taken the leap and have done well with it. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. Thank you, Mark, for having me. It was really indeed an honor and a pleasure to speak with you on today. I think that it's wonderful that you're sharing your message with your audience, with your listening audience. And I hope that there was something that was said that was useful and valuable to your listeners. Uh, There was. I'm sure there was plenty. So thanks to Mark Keith Braden for coming on the show. And thanks to you, the listeners, for tuning in again today.